0: Hello, lovely, and welcome to the MLM Mom Podcast. This podcast was created for the mom learning, adapting, and growing her business. Tune in every Thursday for a new episode with stories, tools, and giggles from myself and other business industry leaders. I'm your host, Josh Whitehead. Let's begin. Hello. Hello, my love.
1: All right. We are here.
0: Awesome. Can you hear me? Okay. Because I, I can hear, hear you. You. Can you. Can you hear me? I can. I can. I am so excited, dude. Yay. Okay. So yay. Welcome. Welcome. I'm so freaking excited to have you here today because like, A, you're my coach and you're the shit, but also because like <laughs> you've changed my perspective on so much mindset wise and your energy and posts and coaching and podcasts are just like the greatest energy in the universe. Oh, so, I love you so much. I'm, I, just you. Oh, I'm so excited. I love
1: you so much. And I'm just so honored to be on here.
0: Yay. Yay. Okay, guys. So, for everyone who doesn't know who Autumn fucking Vincent is, will you give <laughs> a quick rundown? Me? Yes.
1: Oh, it's like I thought you were giving me a run- I thought you were doing the rundown. Yes, I absolutely can. Um, so, where do you want me to start? What do you want to know?
0: So, I love this because I like that you started in network marketing. I know, I love, Melanie was like, me? Also, so, yes, because I like when women express, like, like, when women are the ones who tell who they are, when they're like, yes, this is what I do, because I feel like it just really hypes you guys up at the beginning. That's why. Okay. So, okay. when you start will... in network marketing? Okay,
1: I will try... I will try to sum this up in as many cliff notes as possible, so you guys aren't sitting here for two days listening to my story. But essentially, she's the shit, guys. <laughs> I love you. So, okay, let's take it back a little bit. Um, so, I started my entrepreneurial journey about four. Well, actually, I think it's like five years ago. I'm kind of losing track now. To be completely real, um, about five years ago, I had started network marketing, and you know, it's. I have started in previous companies that I never really talked about. (laughs) I never really shared about it um, because they were like things that I did for like a month and I never really stuck with, but I essentially joined a network marketing company about five years ago. And it came from a place of, it wasn't even from a place of I want to work for myself and I want to be home and I want to be an entrepreneur. Like at that time, it was not something that I even thought possible for me. I didn't even think that was really in my cards. I always was like a little bit of a rebel and a rule breaker, and I never really loved to color inside the line. So, although I never loved the idea of like working in corporate, I didn't like the idea of, um, you know, university, and I didn't want the same mundane, stagnant life that we kind of feel that we have to live in in that box we have to live in. I didn't know any other options like I didn't know really at that time that there was more possibility for me I kind of that lived in that story that mm-hmm. it couldn't be for me and that it um you know I had to have that same life you my parents always said you get married you have kids you get broke and you die <laughs> that's what they always right. say about life and so I kind of grew up thinking like that was the way that it had to be although I kept telling myself like no no like that doesn't seem right but anyways so I didn't. I didn't get into the space thinking I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, I got into it because I had gained 50 pounds and I was nearly overweight and I was super unhappy and I was in a relationship with um, my boyfriend, who I'm still with, obviously. And um, well baby daddy now, um, future baby daddy soon.
0: And the hype for that name is getting real, dude.
1: Right. I know any moment here and Anyways, so we were together, and we, as soon as we started dating, we worked in the restaurant industry together, and I call it, like, love weight because we spent every single second together since we started dating, essentially, and we lived in his basement bedroom, and Mm -hmm. we eat out seven days a week, and we just got very unhealthy, and we drank, we were living that restaurant lifestyle, if you've been in the service industry, you kind of know what I'm talking about, and... Mm -hmm. And that was the next thing i had known like i had looked in the mirror and i had like gained pounds and i was super unhappy i couldn't take a compliment i couldn't accept love i couldn't receive love from other people or myself and i was starting to avoid all these different events and i was avoiding family things and i was like wow something has to shift and change and so honestly for there was a chunk of time where i did try to lose the weight myself and eventually like it just wasn't happening and so i stumbled across somebody else that was a network marketing co- company. And at the time, all I seen was that she was happy. She was fulfilled. She was living the life that she wanted. And I just said, I want that this. And that's all I knew at the time. So in that moment I had signed on. And then when I had signed on, and that was the very first scary amount of money that I had ever invested into myself. It's so funny because looking back on it now, I'm like, it was like maybe like 180 bucks. <laughs> I laughed so hard now thinking how hard that was for me to pull the trigger on that. Like I called my mom. I was like, do you think I should do this? And now I look back. That's on like so relatable. What I invested in my business and myself. And I'm like, what was I even thinking? This is hilarious. So anyways, um, we all started in that place somewhere. And mm-hmm. I, uh, I essentially joined. And then very shortly in, like within that month, I realized I want this every day. Like I want to feel like this every day. Start Something started to shift in my core and in my being and who I was. And I just knew that that had to be my reality every day. But in that time, I was also still serving. And I was, um, I was serving. I was in university full time. And so I was going to night classes and I just I was in a few different classes, so I was full-time, and I was in university for my business degree. And so Mm -hmm. I had made this goal, and I had kind of said to myself, I'm going to do whatever I got to do within the next year to be able to drop out of university and quit my job. And so shortly, you know, actually months later, within, within about four months, I ended up quitting. I ended up, well, hold on. I dropped out of university. I was like, I'm done. I'm not even going to continue because if I know what I want to do is I want to follow my heart and I want to be an entrepreneur, then why would I continue to slave away and spend all this time? For me, it was time and energy and space. Like, Why would I spend all this time and energy working towards something that I don't want to do in the long run if it didn't make sense to me? So mm-hmm. I ended up quitting university. Um, I dropped out. And then i ended up transitioning into a different job i was in the wedding industry because i actually stretched out and moved out of the service industry at the time and i moved into the wedding industry and so then within the year less than a year later i ended up being able to quit um you know my full-time job i was able to quit everything and i went all in on um working my network marketing business and so that was really incredible i had done that but then what kind of happened is as soon as I went full time, I realized that I didn't know what it meant to run a business. Like, I really didn't understand how to spend my time, how to manage my time, um, how to actually keep and sustain a business. And actually, the month that I quit was initially my highest earning month ever. And then up until that point, and then... Mm-hmm. About the next month, things started to go away, and my income started to drop. And then for the next how long, I was really struggling, and I was going back and forth and back and forth, and it was up and down, up and down. I kept being like, I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep forcing it. Like, it's got to work. It's got to work. And I just felt like I couldn't figure out what was going on. My team, like I had built my team back up how many different times. And so anyways, long, long story. Trying to make this short.
0: Um, No, I love this, all of this. I feel like there's nuggets in here for these mamas, don't worry. (laughs) So
1: anyways, you know, down the road, I essentially, I ended up getting certified in um, a group fitness program, and Mm -hmm. so I got certified to teach live classes, and I didn't end up teaching, I didn't start teaching for about, I don't know, six, seven, eight months, because my grandpa had passed away, and it really rocked my world, so I didn't end up teaching right away, Plus, I had fear. I mean, that's real. And then I actually decided to start teaching. And my boyfriend decided that he was going to launch his own personal training business. And um, I decided I want to go in with this. I want to go in on this with you. And so I he, as he launched his personal training business, I started doing group fitness classes shortly after that and running his business kind of with him. And so I ended up getting, a few months later, I ended up getting certified in a second format. And so what was really cool is that I really started to build up our business in person, our in-person business through my online presence. And we actually ended up filling up all our classes. We filled up um, all of his his personal training spots. And it all came from my online presence, which was really incredible. Now, at the same time, uh, roughly around the same time, I actually launched a... Uh, T-shirt company online where I Ordered all this stuff myself I had created the the prints and the Designs myself I pressed them all myself with an iron that was I used the tip of the iron Because I didn't have a heat press So I used the tip (laughs) of an iron to push all this stuff into a shirt And it would take me anywhere from two to three hours, if not two days, because I'd have to go over it twice for like a $30 shirt. (laughs) So I love your persistence. Yeah. You know, I I was like, I'm just going to do what I got to do. I'm going to take messy action and I'm not going to wait for all the things. I'm just going to figure out a way and do it. And so Mm -hmm. I ran that for about a year. But then fast forwarding um, everything a little bit is really last year. So last year, and this is where everything really started to shift and where I am in now is last year, about May, we came back from a trip. We went to Kona we and It was with the network marketing company that I was with. And when we got back, it was five days into the month. We had already paid rent at the private training studio that we were leasing out of. And five days later, it was a Sunday. So Monday morning, we were supposed to go in there to service our clients, run our classes, run our boot camps, and mm-hmm. we had a full roster of clients. And they had uh they had sent us a message or an email saying that they were terminating our lease and that we if we came onto the property that they would have the cops called and all of our stuff was kind of held hostage essentially until we came in and picked it up while they were there it was a very awkward situation they literally had all of our stuff in a space they were sitting Mm -hmm. in the office that we always worked on they were just sitting there and watched um watched him like pick everything up and take it out. It was really an awkward, weird situation. So anyways, the lease was terminated unjustly. It was it wasn't a valid thing. It was it came from a space of fear and lack on their side and um it wasn't done the way that it should have been done. However, um I I had made a decision in that time and I said, like, you know what, I could spend all my time fighting this and arguing this and getting upset about this but i don't want to give them any more of my time and energy i just want to wipe my slate clean and start fresh and so mm-hmm. in that moment we actually packed up everything that we could into a suitcase and we started to run um our business outside of the back of Derek's vehicle and we would go into parks and garages and anything that we could kind of do to to service our clients in the meantime because people had paid us um, they had paid us already. We already had, like, <laughs> we already had contracts and that money wasn't existing anymore. It was gone. It was used. So mm-hmm. we had to figure out a way to service clients for the next how many months without any payments coming in. There was no way for us to actually make more money. And so in that moment that we had all that kind of happened within the same 24 hours of the lease being terminated, I had some situations happen within my Apple and downline. And people that I had really built strong relationships with and connected with and people that I had literally sat down to supper with and a week beforehand started kind of betraying me and going behind my back and um basically people from my downline were going into my upline and I was just like you know what the universe is sending me a massive lesson right now that this health field where I'm at right now is not where I'm meant to thrive and I'm very thankful for it now because I was working very very hard for very, very little money. I was burnt out. I was exhausted. Our relationship was falling apart and things just weren't working the way that they were supposed to. Um, so it all was happening in my favor. It was all happening for me. But at the time it was a really scary thing because everything that I felt like I had worked so hard for within 24 hours just got ripped away. We had to move across the city and um, you know, we had to up and leave within a couple of weeks from where we were living. We had no money in the bank. Um, I was living in my overdraft. I didn't know how we were gonna get by, how we were gonna make friends, how we were gonna pay for food, and it was a really scary and difficult time. Um, but like I said, everything was happening for us at the time, and I had to be open to that, and I had to start to see that there was this was going on for a reason. And when I kind of was able to open myself up to that, I was able to see that there was something more for me, and I will backtrack for one second here, and in mm-hmm. this moment, because I think this is a really big part of the story, it's not just about me, but I'm going to eventually talk about this, maybe on my podcast one day, um, maybe, yes. you know, elsewhere, somewhere, but in this season, you know, my my boyfriend, my other half, my love, my life, he was actually battling alcohols pretty bad. And so in this time, it actually hit a skyrocket and it was almost impossible for me even to handle And In this moment, in this season, I actually had to kind of give him an ultimatum. And I was like, you know what? I love you. I adore you. Um, you you You're absolutely incredible. And I I want to be with you. However, this can't continue on. I can't live my life like this. So either if you want to live your life like this. And this is what you want, and you want to go drown yourself and spend all of your money, you know, sitting at a bar by yourself and coming home and driving home drunk and like, you know, not getting groceries. But you say you're getting groceries, but you're actually out getting, you know, drunk at a bar by yourself and you're driving home and you're putting all these people at risk. And if that's what you want to do, then that's okay. You can do that, but I don't want to be a part of it. And I need to honor myself and I need to step away from this if this isn't something that you are willing to give up. And that was a really hard thing and a hard moment because in the midst of us having to figure out how to make money, <laughs> how to move across city, how to keep our business uh-huh. going, um, how we're we, like all the things, how are we going to buy food? We started stepping into sobriety together, and so he decided that I'm going to go. I'm going to become sober. I'm going to hang up. That, I'm going to hang up alcohol, and um, I think I'm all in with it. I didn't necessarily have a problem, but I knew that he needed that support, so. I also went in on that with him in our life within the past year has been a total 180. So since then I transitioned into life and business coaching, and it has been the most incredible opportunity and experience. And my life is, oh my gosh, a million times different. I have stretched into five figure months and you know projected six figure business, and I have a podcast that is incredible called the Welcome Game Podcast that I have launched out into the world. I have sold out my one-on-one coaching like three times. Um, I run group coaching programs. I have the most incredible, incredible clients, you being one of them, one of my phase. Um And I'm just Yay. so insanely blessed. You know, we have a baby girl that's coming at any moment. I'm 39 weeks. I'm Oklahoma, 39 weeks and like five days, four or five days. I don't even know. Eek. And there's just so much incredible stuff that is happening. But, you know, I, I just we get so caught up sometimes. I'm sorry, and I'm, you can tell that I podcast because I'm like just jacking the podcast and
0: I'm just Oh, I know. I love it. No, I love it. I'm like, Uh, I'm I'm all ears and I'm just like getting the chills. I love, I just love the whole story because I love that you didn't wake up one day and go, I want a really successful business and it happened. You know, like.
1: No, no, by no means. That, That never happened. I never once Woke up saying, I want a successful business. And then overnight it happened. This has been in the making for five years. Like for five years, I've been behind the scenes. Yes, I've been maneuvering and I've been changing and I've been tweaking and I've been trying different things. But no matter what, I never gave up. I made a decision. Like I'm all in. I'm quitting my job. I'm doing this. And no matter what, I showed up for it and I did it. And I understood that how we get there is going to look different. You're going to shift. Your vision is going to change and how you might get there is going to be different and you have to be open to it. Because if I was, I was so stuck in the fact that it had to be this health and wellness realm that it was making it really hard for me to make money. Like I was struggling to make the money that I wanted. And I thought, okay, we'll just work harder and do something different. Get on more videos, um, watch more YouTube trainings, like do this, go to the next conference and then it's going to take off. And for whatever reason, every single time it wasn't happening the way that they were saying it should happen. And I mm-hmm. eventually had to recognize, like, oh, people. Then maybe this, like, maybe this is out of alignment. Like, maybe it's not for me, and that's why the universe isn't giving me what I'm asking for. And so eventually, I realized it's not about just beating a dead horse. It's about I need to let this stuff fall away. And I'm so freaking stubborn. <laughs> so <laughs> obviously, I missed the signs because I am all in on my dreams. And so obviously, I missed the signs leading up to it. When I was burnt out, I was getting. Um, injured, me and Derek started fighting, and these things started happening in the business that we were running in the health and wellness realm, um, or my team started depleting, and I was like, well, I'm just going to keep trying to rebuild it back up. I missed the signs. And so, eventually, in 24 hours, the universe is like, I'm going to close all the doors, and I'm going to open up a new one. And I had to choose either, do I throw in the towel, and I tell myself I'm a failure, and I just, I, I hang everything up, and I go back to a job, and I and I i let this be my story or do i choose to transition do i choose to do something different do i choose again and do i just keep going and i chose to keep going and i'm so freaking thankful because look what i mean it's been a little over a year but over a year and everything is different and i'm so freaking grateful for it because it's never been more easy and more effortless and more fun to make amazing incredible money and I am so insanely obsessed with my life and where everything is and that wouldn't have happened if I if I would have lived in what isn't there and what isn't working and in the fear versus what is this showing me what is this pointing me towards and you know what is my next best step
0: I love this dude I love I'm like I'm so excited about it I'm like oh man I've got a few points here which one which one next because they all in, <laughs> and I'm just like okay so Laid on me. Let's go, let's go back to the beginning, right? Where you first started your MLM, okay. but you were kind of like not hitting consistent months, yeah. right? Yeah. How do you feel that almost like multi level marketing affects like your money mindset in a sense? Does that make sense? Because I feel like I used to get real caught up with like, okay, I need five people this month, five people mm. this month, and then after I feel successful with five, then I'll shoot for 10.
1: Mm -hmm. well
0: it's kind of a loaded question i think that i think the problem
1: is is that people are only relying on one way to make money when they're network marketing a lot of the time they don't have multiple streams of revenue they don't have like other ways that they're making money and Mm -hmm. so when they go into network marketing company they think that this is their company that this is their Mm -hmm. business but the truth is that there's still someone paying them. There's still someone in charge of their income. There's like, they can't change them. They can't choose how much they're making that month. They can't choose to raise their prices if they want to. They can't choose to offer more things. They only have availability to what it is that's being offered, whether it's the product, it's the commission, it's the bonuses. Like that's all they actually have access to. And so mm-hmm. what happens is that you see, okay, I can only make money through commissions or a bonus or like my, my team. And so a lot of the time it comes from this, fear-based space of, and it becomes this desperation. I need to make money, I need to do this and so you start at the beginning of the month, you get super excited, you're like, I'm going to sign on five people this is going to equal this amount of money and you kind of get into this fear-based space of this desperation space of you're not doing this for service anymore. You're doing it because you need to make money, because you need to make sales um, and it doesn't come from the space of alignment and purpose mm-hmm. and so you get into the space of desperation and lack, especially into the middle of the month because you start to say, oh, my goodness, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make the money I want to. I'm not going to hit my goal. And then you start getting into this desperation, and you start to take action from that space. So then you start following up profusely with people, and you start um, forcing them to try to be in your space and in your, in your corner. And you want them to purchase from you, and you follow up with them 10,000 times. And then you take it really personally if they say no, and you start to feel like there's not more where that came from. And so mm-hmm. you hang on and clench on so tight to these few people that you've talked to. Or onto the opportunity to make money because there's no other ways for you to make money. There's no other ways other than your commission or, um, you know, your team bonuses. And so you're over hovering over your team or you're hovering over your your potential clients. And that's not an energy that people want to hang out in. And so then what happens is that people purchase from you, but it doesn't feel good that they purchase from you. Right? That you you force them into the space nine times out of ten. They don't follow Mm -hmm. through. They don't stick with what it is that they said that they're going to do. And you actually end up spending the money faster because it doesn't feel good to make. And this is kind of like a subconscious thing. You don't always know what's happening. But it didn't feel good to make that money. And that person didn't show up for it. Now, they're not getting results. You don't feel successful. And you feel like you're in this constant roller coaster every single month. And you can never really get ahead. And so every single month you end it and either you got your goal or you miss it. But then the next month you already start in this fear of, well, am I going to hit this goal again? Or, um, you know, what if I don't hit this goal? And so no matter what, you're in this space where it's always never enough. And it's a really tough place to be in when you only have that one stream of revenue and income and you hang on so tight to it. Because then what happens is you're essentially finding your validation and permission and feelings of success in other people and in numbers, you're seeing it as, well, if I hit this amount of sales a month, then I'm successful. If I don't, then I'm not successful. I'm a failure. If I sign on this many people, then I'm successful. If I don't, then I'm a failure. And everything gets to be based, like all of your success gets to be based on numbers and people and not on you and you don't allow yourself to feel successful because you showed up. You don't allow yourself to feel successful because you went live. You don't allow yourself to feel successful because you went to the finish line and you served somebody or you helped somebody. We got so focused on what we don't see or what we don't have. Like you might say, well, I signed on two people, but you didn't sign on the other person. So then you're like, well, I didn't hit my goal. Um, I didn't hit what I'm supposed to for the rank that I'm supposed to be at, or I wanted to reach this month. Therefore I'm not successful. And it's really a shame because it's like, what about those two people who did sign on with you? What about those two people who were excited to be in your energy and your space? And now because of that, you've allowed yourself to feel depleted. You've allowed yourself to feel unsuccessful. You've allowed yourself to feel like a failure. And therefore, you're not allowing yourself to feel successful and these other people don't feel valued and appreciated. How do you you grow a successful business? How do you grow... um, you know, valued customers and clients from that space when you're always focusing on what isn't there versus what is there. I hope that made kind of sense.
0: <laughs> no, it does. And it's actually almost like you're reading my mind because my next, my next point is like letting yourself feel the things. But if you only let yourself feel the bad things, like I'm only two-thirds of the way there, yeah. it matters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I- Yes, yes. Okay, so really the last like thing I really kind of want to like, like ask you, cause I love the way you answer these. You can totally tell your solo podcaster. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So how I guess I'm trying to ask how to, how to word this. Like, yeah. So when we're in this season, right. Because a lot of the times, like we do come in and we only have, you know, one multi-level marketing and we're not even thinking about multiple streams of revenue yet. Right. So we're, we're kind of fixed where we are. How, Actually, I was listening to you earlier. I want your tips, right? Because everybody loves tips. I want your tips on how to stay, like, in a space where you're like, okay, this is within this season. This is within my budget as opposed to a state of lack. Does that make sense?
1: Kind of. Kind of. Um, so you're talking more about, like, like, tips around, like, how to, like, around money or, like, what are you kind of... What do you kind of mean a little bit more?
0: Okay. So I guess my vision <laughs> for this episode was like, all right, the wealthy babe. Like yeah. this is just like like your jam really like money mindset. And yeah. I feel like it's so important, especially for multi-level marketing mamas. Like I really, I feel like too often it's almost so glorified that it doesn't look like work, mm-hmm. like multi-level marketing almost. Yeah. So then when we find ourselves in this space, I guess, where we're like, okay, well, she's in Bali and I, I don't know if I can have this $5 coffee mm. kind of thing. How do you sit with that and go, okay, this is lack, Or how do you sit with it and go, all right, this is my season and it's okay? Like, what's your best tip for zooming out on it? I think it's really easy for any of us
1: to get super caught up in um, – comparison and mm-hmm. you could be making six figures in your business and look at somebody who's making seven figures and say, well, why am I not there yet? And absolutely, you know, it's, it's, it's so easy for us to look at again what we don't have versus what we do have. And sorry, I thought that cut out there for a second. Um, oh,
0: so essentially,
1: hurt. essentially, you know, when it comes down to like, what, what do you do? Like what's this main goal or, or this main tip is, you have to keep your head down and focused on you. If you could not see other people and what other people are doing, you would never, ever second guess where you are, what you're creating, or what you're doing. It's only because we are in this season, this space, and in this you know online platform where you have access to a feed full of people sharing their highlight reel, and they're talking about their accomplishments and their successes, and you don't always see how much grind and work and time got put in behind the scenes to it. And it just takes so much. It takes time. It takes time to get there. And we jump in thinking that. And sometimes this is, um, you know, unfortunately, mis- mismatched and bad marketing that mm-hmm. certain companies or people use to bring people into their team. And they make it look very easy. And they make it look like it happens really fast. Um, and that's just like a misconception. Entrepreneurship is a long-term game. And you have to be in it for the long-term game to solve a problem, to help mm-hmm. people, to serve. And a lot of the time we get into it because we're like, I want money. And when yes. you're in it for the money, you're not in it for the service. And if you're not in for the service, you can't solve a problem. But if you can't solve a problem, you're not going to stand out from, the, from um, the rest of the world and the rest of the people in your network because you're just being like everyone else. And when you're making it just about the money, it's becoming it does come from a lack and it comes from a scarcity place. And so it's really important to get this space of, well, why am I doing this? Why do I feel called to this company? Why do I feel called to work? you know, and sell this product. Like, what's the bigger purpose? What's the problem I want to solve on a bigger scale? And you have to kind of get into the space where you are so intentionally aligned with what it is that you're doing and the product that you're selling and the company that you're partnered with and the service that you're putting out into the world and the problem that you're solving that it's not about the month or, you know, three months or the six months and then throwing in the towel if it doesn't all work out. It's about staying fully committed to knowing that there's going to be ebbs and flows in both your income and in your success um, until you get to where it is that you want to go. And you're always going to be growing and evolving like you're never fully arrived. You know, like if you're somebody that craves growth and you're a true entrepreneur, you're never going to feel fully satisfied at any specific space. Wherever you get, you're going to be like, this is amazing. I'm celebrating this. I'm so excited about this but I'm I'm ready for my next level. And the only way that you're going to get there is by putting your head down, putting your blinders on and staying focused on your mission. It's it's very easy to get into a state of lack when you're in a state of comparison and you're looking at what everyone else is doing around you. And you're not honoring and celebrating your own success and seeing like, hey, I actually just signed up for the, my first company. I, took a, I said yes to myself. I said yes to myself. I'm going to celebrate that. Or... You know, you're not celebrating the first time you ever went live and you felt so scared and it was nerve wracking and you're freaking out and you're sweating and you don't celebrate that because you say, well, it wasn't as good as somebody else who did them. And you know, you don't take the time to celebrate that one person that you helped and see, you know what, I just joined a month ago and I've already served one person. This is incredible. I am so grateful and so thankful that this one person was brought into my corner and they were brought into my life and I got to serve them we focus so much on what isn't there and what we can't see and and you know what we wish was there that we totally miss the mark and we're not in a space of abundance if we're not in a space of gratitude if we're not in a space of loving what we already have the universe is not going to give us more of it the universe is not going to say okay here's more clients here's more customers here's more people to you know, here's more money because at the end of the day when we're making um when we're manifesting and we're attracting things in we're we're attracting things in because of the person that we are. It comes into our energy. It comes into who mm-hmm. it is that we are as a person. That's what people want to be in. And when we're manifesting money, we're not really manifesting money. We're manifesting people who bring us the money. And so if we're not being the person we need to be, we're not going to really attract that person who's going to be the paying client or being the paying customer or being the be the person who um, you know, when you get to a hotel and they're like, hey, I'm going to comp your, your hotel or I'm going to um, you know, actually up-level you on your next flight and you're going to go first class because or business class. We attract the people who provide us these opportunities and these clients and these customers and we're not attracting the money or the thing itself. And so it's who do we need to be and you can't be that person if you're in a state of fear and lack and scarcity in comparison and looking at what everyone else is doing because in that space, you're putting everyone else on a pedestal and you're putting yourself lower. And how do you serve people from that space? How do you focus on the end goal? How do you impact? You can't. So I know it's a really massive, long tip. But I guess it really just comes down to remember where you are right now and celebrate every single moment and honor where you're at and see that you you get to choose success. You get to choose abundance. And that, is, that isn't a single moment. That's in a choice. That's not something that your money can give you. It's not something a client can give you. It's not something a customer can give you. It's not something that um, a number or a rank can give you. You have to choose that at any specific point and tell yourself that you're successful and that you get to celebrate that and um, honor that yourself whenever it is that you want to.
0: Dude, I love that. That was not long-winded. That was very thorough. I am okay. all about <laughs> answers that cover... It, it, it did. It really covered all of it. You know, you do, you just have to put your head down because I was, I was kind of talking about this. Like if not, if you're looking everywhere else, you're going to miss where you pour. Like, (laughs) If you're trying to fill your own cup. Yes, dude. I love that. Just focus on you, especially in the online entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial. That sounds right. Yes. Yes. Space Mm -hmm. where we're all killing it. Everybody's crushing it all the time. And it's so easy to get lost in like, Oh man, they're killing a little harder, but they're not. Well, and, and what
1: happens then? instead, if you if you cheer these people on versus look at them as if they're doing better than you, like love yes. on them. So you're doing incredible. You're doing amazing. You're fire. I'm so proud of you. Like, yes, girl, you will get it. It's not about comparison. It's abundance. It's coming into a state of abundance and knowing that there's more than enough to go around for everybody. You don't need to get into space of, well, if this client doesn't sign on or this customer doesn't sign on, well, then where will there be more? You're not going to be open to receive in that space. So it's. If it's somebody in the online space where they're in your company or it's somebody else that you see and they're just killing in their business, love on them and show yourself and see that when you step into abundance and you know that there's so much more to go around that you're not only going to feel better, but you're going to become an open channel to receive more of what you want.
0: Yes, yes. Abundance helps us rise together. Exactly. Dude, I love this. Thank you. Thank you, Autumn, for popping on here and sharing your wealthy babe wisdom. I love it. I'm just, like, I'm, like, all smiles. I don't even, I don't have any more questions for you, dude. You just, like, you kill it. You crush it. I love, I it. love it. I love it. it was I little, love it. I love it. I love it. It was a little bite-sized. It was fun. <laughs> it, was, it was perfect. It was, like, a little macaroon, like, just sweet enough, like, just, I love it. Process. All right. Share with everybody where we can come creep and find out baby girl's name and also where to connect with you further.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. So you guys can come um, hang out on my personal page on Facebook. It's just odd Ben said if you want to add me as a friend, I am almost capped out here. So I do need to uh, do a little bit of cleansing. But in the meantime, you can feel free to follow my personal page if you want to stay in the know because it's where I like to hang out most. Um, you can come and find me in my Facebook community group. It's the Bossy Babe Club. It's totally free. Um, you can come and hang out on Instagram, and that is at bossybabe.xo. Or you can come and hang out on the Wealthy
0: Babe podcast. You can find me on Stitcher's, Stitcher or iTunes. I love it. Yay! I love it. It's all gold anywhere you find her, guys. <laughs> and I will link everything in the notes also. Um Do you have anything else you want to share before we pop off of here, love?
1: Oh, my goodness. You know what? If you know me, I could talk for a lifetime. But I think we nailed it. I think we crushed it. And I I just hope that your audience loves this episode. And I hope it's powerful for them.
0: I'm with you. I agree. I truly do hope all of you guys enjoy. And I will talk to you all Thursday. Yay! Bye,
1: Autumn! I love you. Bye. Love you so much. All right. Have the thank best night, babe. Thank you so night, much, YouTube, babe. Yes, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.